and welcome back to another edition of the Association Spotlight Series. We're, uh, here sitting down in our new studio with our guest, Brandy. Uh, Brandy, nice. Uh, thank you for coming. Nice to have you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, you work for Southern Highlands, right? I do. Sure. If you could just give us a little bit of a background of your story and kind of what you do now with Southern Highlands, that'd be great. Okay. So I was in active addiction for 14 years um, from the time I was 11 till I was 25. And the last four years of that, I was in and out of jail and prison, mm -hmm. um, actually nine times in four years. And when I finally went to prison, um, I got scared. Something changed in me. I knew I knew that if I got out on parole and went back to where I'm from, Barber County, mm -hmm. um, that it would have been the same thing. Same people, same thing back in prison. So I was scared to death, but I asked the judge if I could go to treatment at Waves. Um, Southern Highlands owns it. Mm -hmm and uh, they let me. So I went down there and, I mean, I was scared to death. I was at my lowest low mm -hmm. and I didn't know, I mean, I grew up in an alcoholic household, abusive household, so I didn't, that's all I ever knew of life. I thought that's the way it was. I thought that's how people grew up. I thought that's what happened in homes. Um, and I came down here and I felt unconditional love and people wanted to help me. Um, everybody from the director down to the PRSS and techs in the treatment center. And from that moment, I knew that that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to help other people. So a couple of years went by and I worked on me and my recovery um, and still am. It's a lifelong process, of course. Of course. Um, but I decided to become a PRSS and I actually worked in the treatment center for a year and a half that I went to. Wow. So that was awesome. I got to work with some of the people that was staff when I was there and stuff. It was real cool. Um, still work for the same company, but I'm a community reintegration specialist now. So I get to go into all three of our treatment centers and do groups and kind of be like an outsider for the consumers to talk to and sure. open up to. And um, I'm an integral part of the treatment team meetings now for each consumer. And when they're getting ready to go to long term, um, they come over to me. We have a little computer lab in my office building and they get to do like resumes and you know interview skills um, sign up for GED class things like that that they want to do so it's real cool to be able to help people oh, I can imagine I mean just the experience you have of going through it yourself is it's incredible I, I using that in your in your job now every day is, is probably you know these these folks can really relate to you and have you found yeah. that they may gravitate toward you with, with you know, you being in the same position or similar positions. They do. Um, to quote one of my favorite TED Talks, Brene Brown said, the two most powerful words when someone's in struggle are me too. And that's what it was for me. Like I said, everybody that worked there when I went to treatment um, loved me, showed genuine love, care, and concern. But it was the people who said, I was there and this is how I got out of it, let me help you. Um, that I gravitated towards. That's where I got my hope because they've been there, done that. And I think it's the same way with me and the other PRSs that we have um, at Southern Highlands. If they can, if they can hear our story and see where we were and where we're at now, like that's what gives them hope. Absolutely. Yeah. And you've been at Southern Highlands how long now? Um, almost two years. Okay. Yep. And then you you've been clean for. Three and a half. Three and a half. A little right. over three and a half. Yep. That's right. Okay. Well, congratulations, of course. Thank That's such you. an accomplishment. Yes, um, it is. That is that is great. It so, is. what uh, what was kind of a point here where you were going through your struggles there, and where you just thought, I just can't do this anymore? Was there a point where that just really you just you know put the bootstraps in and said, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go and get and take care of this and and figure it out. 
Yeah, so I was actually, it was when I went to prison finally, and like I said, I'd spent time in jail several times before that. Right. Um, but every time I every time I got released, I was back in Barber County, back with the same people doing the same things. Um, there's not a lot of recovery up there, if any at all, mm -hmm. and so when you can't find people in recovery, you can't recover. Right. Um, so I was sitting in prison, I'd lost everything, I'd lost homes um all my none of my family talked to me i lost custody of my kids um i was two-time convicted felon at this point mm -hmm. and the judge had told me when I, he sentenced me to prison that i could have a reconsideration to go to treatment and at that point i was scared i didn't want to um i just i didn't know like i like i said i didn't know i could live a sober life right so i sat in prison for a while months um seven months and finally I got scared. I I knew if I went back to Barber County, it would be the same thing. Right. Um, I had nothing to lose, literally nothing to lose. So I asked the judge if I could go to treatment, and he let me. And um, at that point, still, like I didn't have any hope. Like I did, I hadn't seen anybody do it, but right. I just knew, looking back in retrospect, it was my higher power that intervened and said, "Hey, just try it." Yep. You've got nothing to lose. Just just go for it. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, it really is. That it takes is. a lot. And then congr again, congratulations. That's Thank you. A super inspiring story there. Um, Thank you. What would you say now, being in the position you're in, what do you love most about your job? Seeing people get hope, seeing the light come on in their eyes, um, watching them figure something out about themselves. Um, a lot of times when people become addicts um, it's because of things that they endured in their childhood and so to see them figure that out and know that they don't have to live that way anymore they don't have to do those things they can be happy with themselves they're worth a good life or be empowered over something little like make it a resume for the first time like it's the coolest oh, it's I my can favorite imagine. yep oh that's great yeah um, and it, clearly you're working your way up through the ranks uh, at Southern Highlands and that's another point we'll kind of pivot there is is what would you maybe say to someone who's pursuing a, a career in behavior health and kind of in the, the beginning stages direct care you know lower on the totem pole if you will um, just kind of giving them any sort of well this this is not just a job this could be an actual legitimate career where you can work your way up all the way to the top in a lot of cases yep um, and actually that's what I'm doing too I'm a full-time student right now pursuing a social work degree hopefully a master's uh -huh. but take it one great. day at a time yeah. Um, and my biggest piece of advice would be, first off, take care of yourself because working in this field is not easy. Like, right. it is hard. And you can't pour into somebody else if you're not taking care of you. And the second thing would be take as many trainings as you can. Um, different techniques and therapies and stuff are emerging and, and um, improving all of the time. Um, so what worked for the past 10 clients might not work for the next four. Right. So you need to stay open-minded, mm -hmm. take as many trainings as you can, um, and be patient with people, love people, don't give up on people. Right, oh that, yeah, that's great. I mean, I, that's all you can do there. I, I know each, it sounds like each case is different. And like you said, you just can't, can't bring it to work with you. Like you said, you gotta be, yeah, you right. gotta really gotta take care of yourself. That's, that's great. Um, um, yeah, that's, um, how would you say that working in the various positions that you've had, a, a few now, what, what are like the biggest differences? How, do you think that kind of that full, that full spread that you've kind of seen there has given you just across the board knowledge? Is that really, how's that kind of yeah, helped you really? So, you've seen every aspect, if you will, yep. of kind of the process. Yep. So, um, 
A lot of times, you know, if a case manager was out that day and we needed to take care of stuff for um, the consumers, I would have to get over the director and like figure out the process to get them what they needed and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, I was working inpatient all the time, like I was there 12 hours a day. So anything that they um, needed help with or that people in other positions were helping them with or like when they would go to the um, community reintegration specialist before I became that, like I knew it prepared me for what I could do to help them um, right. in the position, like what my duties were and, you know, and oh, yeah. how I could help them best. So that's great. Yeah. It sounds just like a great team effort that you all have at, at Southern Highlands. It is. Yeah. Everyone yep. hops in whenever you need it. And that's, you yeah. have, there's really it no is. other option, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love my team. They're awesome. Uh, yep. That's Every great. part of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can imagine. Um, what would you, what would you say your motivation is now? Now that maybe you're on the other side of the hill here, everything is going great. It sounds like you got a full plate with school and working. Yeah. What is your kind of your motivation every day you wake up? Like what what just keeps you going and makes you happy? And what do you what it really keep you know is your fire there? Yeah. So it would be um, my past and the little things. Like people tell me all the time, my world could be in flames, and I'd be standing there like, look at the heat, look at the fire, you know, feel the heat. <laughs> yeah. Because like there were times that I woke up and I wasn't in a bed and I, it wasn't warm and I didn't have running water to brush my teeth. Like, and I have that now. Every day I have that now. So. Yeah. To be able to tell somebody else that and give them hope for being able to do that you know, on their own with the help of others. Sure. Um, it's just, that's what gives me the motivation. Oh yeah, I, every day is, yeah, every day is just the best day. It, it seems is. like, right? It is, that's what I say. Every day is a holiday in this life. Yes. Yeah, well, you're, you're a true uh, testament to that, that there yeah. is a way out and you can do it and there, here's a pathway. And again, like you said, with the help of others and, and great professionals, it can, it can be obtained. 